When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. It's Joe Soro coming right back at you from Lakers, the fast break. Pop Culture Cosmos, I should say, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We would truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all our great shows. And if you can, give us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. Plus, if you can like, like, subscribe, Follow or do whatever you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Shout out to our good friends at LakersBall.com, where I reside, lurking, trolling, messaging, sometimes massaging virtually. And the number one Lakers blogger, we can't forget Laker Tom. Laker Tom's still on hiatus, but hopefully he'll be back soon. Laker Tom, join him on Twitter at Laker Tom. And read up on Laker Tom's recent trade speculations. They're pretty good. And predictions for this season's Laker season. Join John McKillian, author, entrepreneur, and mentor on his John McKillian show on YouTube and Twitter at John McKillian. If you need cleansing, John will be your Baptist. Jamie Sweet, a.k.a. Yami Sweet. If you got a sweet tooth, Jamie is your candy. Sean Grice, the madman from Toronto, is not here tonight. Obviously, he's still in traffic, I think, and not here to bring some havoc. Yes, yes, I made up these corny rhymes. If you like, make sure you like and subscribe tonight. (sighs) So another game, another close one, another loss. We are, how do I say... Unclutch? Is that the right word? Are we unclutch? Are we smart in the end? Uh, if you have a last-second shot to win the game, do you not want to call a timeout? Well, in, in, in recent memory, we're looking at Darvin Ham's schemes coming out of the timeout, so I kind of understood them not calling the timeout. The only thing I couldn't figure out is why are you having Russell Westbrook take the last shot? Where was LeBron? Where was Schroeder? Guys are going to actually get to the basket and actually make a layup since you only needed a basket to win the game. I probably wouldn't be as calm as I am right now if I were not hosting. Uh, I got to admit, my blood pressure is pretty sky high right now. 
Um, I'm not happy, uh, but I am going to try to entertain those who are uh, listening. And we look, looks like we have a pretty big crowd here. So I'll do my best to answer everyone's questions. And yes, Juan Velasquez, Darvin Ham sucks. However, he did make the right call considering he sucks because they went out without calling a timeout. The only problem is this team does not seem to practice anything in terms of a set play when you need it. So, and I watched a lot of football tonight and today, and it seemed like the same thing in football. Just certain coaches can't work under pressure. And Darman Ham seems to be one of those guys. So I don't know. I um I I don't I don't know what to I don't know what to say, Z. I, I well, they didn't have a timeout. Oh, that that is that is true, actually. I'm sorry. I I I I gotta I gotta retract on that. They didn't call a timeout because they didn't have one. Thanks for confirming that, Z. The issue right now is why can't this team make a basket when we need it? Uh this is probably the sixth loss of the season where it's not the fact that they didn't make the shot. It's the fact that they're not getting a good shot at all. I think the last one was LeBron finally going to baseline and getting blocked in the, um, boy, I don't even remember what game it was a couple nights ago. Um, and now we're sitting here having to endure another loss, another brutal loss, another brutal loss to Philly. And what do you have to show for it? You show that Russell Westbrook was the guy to make the shot. Of course, he was bumbling and stumbling all over the place. I mean, I, I like I said, man, I don't, if I wasn't hosting the show tonight, I, I don't even know what I would be doing right now. I was irate and I was on playback. I was still somewhat calm, but I was just holding it in and I, I'm just devastated at this point. So, you know, going up, going over the stats for the game tonight, Embiid was Embiid, had dropped 35 and 11, uh, and a terrible haircut, by the way. Anybody who told him to, to do that should should get shot. LeBron uh, pitched in at 35, 10 assists. Uh, wasn't bad from the free throw line, actually. Hit four out of five. Um, was plus 19, too. I, I don't... I'm not. I'm not. I'm not picking on LeBron tonight. Uh, although I do wish he would have made a couple more layups, and that's that's something I want to talk about. You know, there was a statistic in losses versus missed layups throughout the game. How many points do the Lakers lose when when you calculate the lost layups? I know it's not something you can kind of figure out. I guess you could if you got some stat guys out there that can pay attention to it, but. The Lakers uh, continue to s- just miss layups throughout the throughout the uh, throughout the game. The three point shot isn't so much uh, a detriment in my book. They just don't shoot threes. They don't shoot threes well, but they do sometimes set up, you know, er- times in the game where they're they're rolling on offense. The problem is they can't seem to find that role at the end of the game. And the reason why that is, guys, it's because pressure again changes everything, and. It just doesn't seem like these guys can handle the pressure. Now, you can sit back and say that Anthony Davis is not there. uh, Austin Reeves is not there. But we lost the same type of game when those two guys were there. So this is an internal team problem. And it seems like Darvin Ham is going to need to somewhat improve in this area. 
he needs to start figuring out how these guys are going to get their layup situation solved and how to draw up a play, whether it's not calling a timeout during the game or you do call a timeout, you run a set that makes sense. Again, if if you have a clean shot and the guy misses it, can't blame that on the coach. And in a lot of ways, you can't blame on anybody. You missed a shot, you missed a shot. But we're not even getting legitimate nice shots with these plays. So I want to know what 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 to do next year. So I'm going to start looking down on you on some of the comments here, guys, and uh, answer some questions here. Uh, Yami Sweet was supposed to join me tonight. I think he got backed up a little bit. So I'm going to do my best to to try to answer some questions. Thanks, Gerald. I appreciate that, bud. I can handle the the setup here for an hour or so. I I um I can't tell you actually how fun this is. I, I usually don't host. Uh, in the past, that when I've done when I've hosted shows, which was very very few times, you know, I've, I've had a good time, and uh, I want to also be able to give Gerald the ability to uh, spend time with the fam and and the kids, and not have to worry about all the pressure of hosting the show. So, Snake Eyes, uh, let's see here. Darvinham electing Russ in the last minutes caused them the game. Russ' hero ball mentality is the reason why they lost. So, what is the difference between those who want the ball and those who don't? We've got a good recipe this season on your number one guy not wanting the ball. He either passes it to the open man or he lets some other guy handle the handle the ball. Now, I'm not saying guys like Kobe and MJ and those guys hadn't let his, their teammates take the last shot every now and then, but my, my interpretation in this particular situation, and tell me, guys, if I'm wrong, you have two guys, two guys who are a little bit more secure with the ball, LeBron James and Dennis Schroeder. Why aren't you doing a pick and roll with those guys? Number one, also, LeBron can shoot from mid-range to some degree. Schroeder can shoot. Why are you not running a pick and roll and at least getting some separation or some chance at either getting to the hole or having an open shot? You actually have a chance to get a good look. I don't know, Jamie. What do you think? I mean, I'm, I'm, am I am I asking for too much here? What what is this team going to do at this point? Like, what at what point do you go to practice and you go, guys? We stink at creating a play where we at least have a shot, a reasonable shot to go in. And how about we get one guy that can kind of ship that together if you have 10, 15 seconds? I mean, I don't know. You tell me. I mean, I think we've seen three games this season that the coaching staff lost, right? At least. I, I would say three games where – Either they failed to call – in this game, they should have called timeout. It wasn't like there were four seconds left or five seconds. You know, they had time to set up a really good play, right? Like, you – I get that, like, if there was, like if, – if it was, like, the kind of rebound where, like, we were leaking out in transition and, like, we had numbers and, like, we were going to score a great – we had going to have a good look. But as soon as that play broke down – Darvin Ham should have been running to half court and calling a timeout. Even after Westbrook, Westbrook lost the ball, there were still five, five and a half seconds left. That's still enough time 
Call timeout. Set up a play in a huddle. Get a clean look. Get something. Z- Zangerstein said we didn't have any timeouts. I wasn't. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm I believe her. I. I so I guess if it that's makes the sense. case. If that's the case, then yeah. I. I. I then that's the best we we're gonna get. Right. Uh, well, yeah. That was the best we were going to get. I mean, Le- LeBron was gassed again. He looked, he wasn't closing out on defense. He wasn't, he wasn't calling for the ball. You didn't see him move to get open. He just kind of trailed to the corner on the far, on the, on the weak side away from Russ. And uh, I think it was Troy Brown and Wenyan Gabriel on that side. So, uh, and you know, there were two timeouts, by the way, Henry just confirmed it. Thank you, Henry. We had, we had two timeouts. Left. We have two timeouts. Then that's, that's on the coaching staff. Players don't have to call timeout. Coach can call timeout. Any of the, you know, that, that's on the staff. I, I mean, I, I think, you know, I, I wish Russ had called a timeout after he had dropped the ball after he, after he bumped him and he lost control of the dribble for a second there. Uh, and I understand Russ thinking like, oh, I'm gonna get around and beat. I'm much faster than this guy. Joel's sneaky fast though, and he's a sneaky good defender. He looks completely uninterested in the game of basketball, but he is very focused and good. And so. You know, bad play by Russ, worst play by the coaches. Um, you know, that that free throw LeBron missed for his three three for when he kept the last free throws we took in the game when he got the when he should have gotten a flagrant call. I don't understand how that wasn't ruled a flagrant one because Embiid clearly <laughs> lands lands at his landing area. And and I I don't maybe I have to go back and reread the interpretation of that rule or how the rule is written because I'm interpreting it wrong rather, but uh, I, you know, I, I, I kind of feel like LeBron gets job by the refs on a gamely basis at this point, kind of like how Shaq did in his career. Um, When he wasn't a Laker, I felt like LeBron got a lot of calls. (laughs) I didn't watch him all the time though. So maybe I'm wrong. I'd have to, I'd have to go back and talk to some Cleveland or Miami people to know if that's true or not, but he used to, I feel like he used to get the Harden treatment. And even James Harden doesn't get the Harden treatment anymore, right? You get that for a few years in the NBA, and then they're like, all right, you know, that's it. You don't you don't get all those fouls called on you anymore. But the Lakers have nobody on our team that, that gets that treatment. And so it's it's a little bit odd to me that we, you know, for a team that doesn't shoot jump shots, we don't shoot an, jump shots. I have we, an answer. We pound I, the paint. I have an answer to that. And, oh, and I, right. I, 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 might, I might be playing. I, I, I want one. I, I might be playing the the square on this, but I equate the foul calls, the lack of, I should say, Uh to a fan watching a game and and thinking that the announcers are against their team. So hear me out on this. So there's, there's been times where I've watched chat rooms comment the same thing, but they're opposites in terms of who they're cheering for. Sure. Totally different interpretations. Of course. The, re- the reality is with LeBron James is I don't know if if people really understand how big he is. He is a 6'8", 260-pound. I never believed he was 270. 250, 260-pound man who can dribble the ball. So just like Shaq when he was playing, it's really hard to officiate a guy that large and for a ref to not assume he can handle what – what get what comes at him? I think a lot of it is, in that case is just human thought. But go ahead and continue your discussion. No, I, I just think that you know it's uh, it's unfortunate. We're not a team that's designed to win the three point battle. We didn't win the three point battle. We're a team that's designed to pound the ball inside. Uh, 
and you know we can't we can't and we didn't this tonight we we took very few lazy late shot clock late game threes i think there was one or like a lazy shot where i was like that needs to be a more of a play uh, and that's usually LeBron being tired. He started out mega efficient and really slowed down in the second half of the game. You know, again, didn't leave the team in minutes for once. That's That honor goes to Troy Brown Jr., who's reinserted himself in the lineup. Played great tonight. I thought we got great games out of Troy, great game out of Juan Toscano-Anderson, another solid game from Thomas Bryant, uh, defending a guy who's completely overmatched. This is one of the reasons we need to bring in a Cousins or uh, or play Jones at all. Um, Bryant tr- tried his best against Embiid. He's just too small. He's too light. Embiid's just going to move him around like a chess, chess piece on a chessboard. And that's what happened. Embiid went off tonight. I think he had close to 40 points, if not 40 points. And that's another thing on the coaching staff. I mean, at some point, <laughs> at some point you have to see your 6'10", 50 pound lighter guy getting moved around like he's nothing and think maybe we should try somebody bigger. It might not work, but to not try is what I take umbrage with. I, I take umbrage with not giving Damian Jones five, 10 minutes of run against him tonight. And just seeing if he could like find that spark to like compete harder that we haven't seen him hit much this season. Right. You know, he usually goes out there in garbage time, looks a little bit bummed about it. And that was Kendrick Nunn uh, before Injuries forced him back into the rotation. And since injuries have forced him back into rotation, Kendrick Nunn has played okay. I'm not going to say he's played well or good. He's played okay. He's fine. But I, I just think that this the, one of the things we're seeing happen this year is like a confluence of, of bad events. One, you could predict. AD getting hurt. It was going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. That's why I'm not really all that excited to hear them ramping him back up. I'm like, okay, but like a stress reaction in your foot is generally caused by running and jumping a lot. And that's what he's going to have to do. So I'm a little worried about AD coming back too soon and re-injuring his foot, possibly worse uh, and going down for the whole season. I would rather he come back and like make it to the end of whatever, than come back, play for a week or two, a month, whatever. And then go down big and for the whole season and after the trading deadline uh, and we're stuck with whatever we got at that point, we're stuck except for buyout candidates, right? That's going to be a problem, you know, if he goes down, obviously, but this team's playing well enough right now that you could say like, it's worth a trade. Now, is that going to happen? I don't really believe that. Um, Joel Embiid did not finish with 40 points, finished with 35 James Harden kind of went off in the fourth quarter, it looks like, uh, like he did last night against Utah. Uh, you know, it's – this team is hitting, like, the injuries to AD, the rookie coachingness of Darvin Ham, which is, I said, lost at least three games, and the, the aging of LeBron, where LeBron doesn't have the gas anymore in the fourth quarter. And you can't ask him to save it because you need him – to be amazing, to stay in the game. And that's where that's where I feel like they need to consciously get the ball. Obviously, the last play didn't work so well out, that worked out so well tonight. For the most part, I thought Russ was pretty good in the fourth quarter. You gotta get you gotta let Russ Brook control the action in the fourth quarter because he's not out of gas. He doesn't run out of gas. I don't know what I don't know what Russ does to take care of himself, but Russ doesn't run out of gas, right? Like 
Russ, and that's maybe too uh, too much energy all the time. I think but, I think that's a genetic thing. I think that's just how he's wired. I yeah, I, he just is like ready to go. Doesn't require a lot of rest to get his win back. Always has enough to like get to the hole and get a guy get make a play. I mean, it, the the fourth quarter, the last play of the fourth quarter, obviously broke down. He got bumped by Embiid. He couldn't get by. I think he was looking to lob it to Wenyan, who didn't really actually cut to the hoop. I think Wenyan thought he was going up with the shot. And that's, that's because there was no play set up. Nobody knew what was going on, right? Everybody was confused at the end. And LeBron's comments about not having those five guys who are, like, connected on the team because the team gets remade every year from the bottom up. 14 new guys on the team every year. 13 new guys on the team every this. Okay, we had 12 new guys on the team this year, right? Everybody but uh, – I'm sorry, 11 new guys on the team this year. It was LeBron, AD, Gabriel – uh, and Russ, I get, okay, my bad, 10, because none, who didn't really play last year, so I kind of don't count him, but technically he was on the team. 10 new players. <laughs> 10 new players. All five of the ones that I don't, those aren't our five guys at the end of the game. You know, some of them would be if AD played. LeBron, Russ, most of the time. None's not, or shouldn't be. And Gabriel shouldn't be, right? He's not good enough. He's he's. I love him. Plays with a lot of heart. He doesn't have the talent. Doesn't shouldn't be one of the guys unless he's the only energy guy on the floor in the fourth quarter. And we had like two energy guys in Troy Brown and 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 Gabriel, and neither of them have the skill or the talent to be those kind of like I'm going to take that shot and I'm going to make it, guys. We hoped Kendrick Nunn would be that. He wasn't. Shooter kind of lost confidence in his three game slump. Uh, finally made some buckets tonight after uh, after a run of I think he had missed like twelve or fourteen in a row. Uh, up until finally hitting that three-pointer tonight, or I think he had a floater, then a three, or something like that. I can't remember exactly, but the order of shots that he made. But there's just a lot that's stacked against this team to succeed on a night-to-night basis in the regular season. And none of them are able to, like, overcome one another. LeBron's age isn't able to overcome Darvin Ham's rookie coaching mistakes. And and Darvin Cam's Richie, nobody's able to overcome the Lakers aren't able to overcome an injury to AD for a long, long period of time. It's just, it's just not possible. It's not possible. You can do your best. And they are, this isn't a knock against the team. This is just reality. They're not good enough without AD to be considered winners. And it shows in the record. We have done a good job beating the teams that we're supposed to beat. And we've pulled a few out that we probably should have lost. Uh, and even when AD was in the lineup, we almost won a couple of games. We probably had no business winning, but then went on to lose those anyway. And it just seems like this team doesn't ha- isn't good enough to create the kind of luck <laughs> you need to win games like this, uh, or games like you know where the four- where that one free throw bounces out or shot goes long that looks like it was good, you know. It just, it just, we just lack a couple of things. And I don't know. I know a lot of people are hoping for a trade. I, I, I would gird your loins to be for disappointment. Cause I don't, I don't think gird them, baby. I don't think it's coming, man. I really I watched that movie coming. yesterday too, by the way. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorites of all time. Oh, we like the same movies. That's nice. Yes. Yes. Listen, Rob Blake has never made an in-season trade. I don't know if we can move on to trades if you want. The game was, you know, a hard-fought game. And I credit the Lakers, you know. LeBron joined an elite club tonight. He and Kareem are the only two players to score 38,000 points. That's ridiculous. 
That's absolutely ridiculous. 38,000 points and congratulations to LeBron James. But it's this is what he's facing is like hitting these milestones and losses because partly due to his own wanting to tinker with the team and same with the front office. Everybody wanted to tinker with a team that had won a championship. And I'm not saying that we had assembled a dynasty team, but you had assembled a dynasty core. You had assembled a dynasty core with KCP, Kuzma, Caruso, LeBron, and AD. Those five, whether they're starting or not, is immaterial. That's not the point. It wasn't a it wasn't a dynastic starting five, but it was five guys you could rely on and played well together and could put all on the floor at the same time in the fourth quarter and win basketball games. And that is exactly what the Lakers are missing this season. It is what they will be missing next season if they tear this whole thing down for the fourth time in a in a row and bring in a bunch of new guys, you know, which is kind of my, my, my biggest concern is that they just say, well, this team didn't do it. Let's get rid of, you know, 60, 70% of the roster and try it all over again. That's not how you build a winner. No, no team. <laughs> I challenge anyone in any sport to go find me a team other than the Florida Marlins. Other than the Florida Marlins in, I think, 1998 or 97. 97. Thank you. 97 that brought in every all-star they could afford. And, yes, they won the World Series that year. Did they win it the next year? No. Did they ever – have they won it since? I don't think they have. Yeah, they did. Oh, three. Oh. You know what? I was out of the country in 03. So, I – oh, no, 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 no. I wasn't out of the country. Beat the Yankees in six. Well, then I'm glad they did because I hate the Yankees. Sorry, like <laughs> Tom. Tom's not here. I, hate, I yeah, I mean, I'll tell them. I don't mind. Uh, I hate the Yankees. I hate the Yankees with a passion. The only team I hate more than the Yankees is the Boston Red Sox. Is the Boston Red Sox and the Boston Celtics? Those are my top three. In fact, I've often joked it would be a a, a great a great boon to society if one during one of those games, preferably in Fenway, uh, if the Yankees and the Red Sox were playing in Fenway Park and in an asteroid hit the ballpark and just kind of wiped them both on the face of the earth. We'd be, I'd be all right with that. I'd be, and I would, of course, mourn the collateral damage of all the life lost due to the nice fans who I'm sure are wonderful people who paid money to go see the baseball game. But you know, that's the risk. That's the karmic risk you, you, uh, you take when you, you, you root for those God awful franchises on both those teams. This is Raphael from NBA draft and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. Uh, so you would watch The Tomorrow War before The Matrix? Yes. If you forced me down, I was tied into a chair and I had to watch one thing, I would say The Matrix Resurrections. Really? Funny. Yeah, because of all the cutscenes, I could remember what a good movie was like. <laughs> Well played, sir. Well played. Yes, that's the only reason for the flashbacks, to remind you what a good Matrix movie was. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Well, folks. Obviously, we're in a great mood. Another another heartbreaker. The Lakers lose to the Philadelphia 76ers, 113-112. It was tight all the way through. I mean, yeah. each quarter was, what, one, two, four, and two in terms of uh, winning quarters. The Lakers dropped to 19 and 24, are now 10 and 10 at the crypt. And another 
dreadful ending. Uh, dreadful ending that needs to start being explained in the simplest terms because these games, we, we go into all this detail on who stinks, who's doing this wrong, who's doing that wrong, when literally one play completely changes that. And then all of a sudden now, Schroeder's game during the game is good. LeBron's game during the game is good. Uh, Russell Westbrook has a triple-double tonight. That becomes, uh, you know, exasperated. So what, what we need to understand, and this is the this, – the way sports are in general, NBA, baseball, I'll stick to the, to the main three. Every pitch, every inch, they have squeezed this thing to, the, to, to, to no liquid in that cow. They have squeezed every kind of analytical and every stat and every piece of energy to the fact that that little inch, that little point, that little single is 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 a game changer. Game of inches. It's a it's a cliche we've been hearing for years, right? But it's actually legitimate now in all those sports. The NBA, and this is something that if I'm Darvin Ham, if I'm LeBron James, or if someone could tell someone, I don't know what again, I don't know what Rob Palinka does. He's sit on his thumb all day. I know Jeannie's sitting on both hers for all I know. But, and by the way, I mean that figuratively, guys, relax. I mean that figuratively. It's a vigorous speech. When you make a fundamental mistake over and over again, it will come back to haunt you when it matters. Missing a free throw that you should make, missing a layup, more than that, missing a layup at, at nauseum. I mean, we're, we're, we're missing layups probably one, two or three a quarter. And it's not the... It's not Derek Fisher who's six feet tall and has to go through trees. This is six eight, six ten guys that are literally like a half a foot from the rim missing layups. This stuff catches up with you. And then on top of that, there is a mental game. When that clock is about to go down, why are there clutch guys and why are there clutch guys not? Mm-hmm. This is a big – this is really what I'm going to focus on at this point. This team – doesn't have, or at least the guys that are playing, and, and I'm sorry, I'm not going to use, if we have AD and Rees, maybe we don't even get to this point. So that makes sense. We're not playing to the last shot. We win this game. However, mm-hmm. no one has shown me that the you are dependable in the, when it matters. Missing one game, missing two games, missing eight, and not only missing eight, just not knowing what you're doing during these plays. It mm-hmm. just shows us lack of preparation, lack of ability to perform under pressure. It's just not there. Now, you you, you have spurts. I'm going to pick on LeBron a little bit because I think this is important. He is having these kind of games, so I'm not going to sit here and keep yapping about how he's been playing in this 20th year. You can't conveniently go back and forth with that. This guy's dropping 35, 10, and 8. He is still a megastar in performance at his 20th season. Yet, there is one thing he's never really had. Even though he's made a couple of last-second shots, he's had the – it's a sheer number thing at that point. Of course, you're going to hit one of them at some point. But 
in the five years that I've watched him as a Laker, watching game in and game out, this isn't a Cleveland thing, this isn't a Miami thing, even though I saw a lot of those games in him. There's one thing that I've noticed about LeBron is that last six minutes of the game, he is not LeBron the first 42 minutes of the game. And that has to no, – and, again, I, I it's going to sound like I'm picking on him. I'm not. No. You cannot. You guy's cannot. Making, guy's making almost $40 million a Exactly. Year. And you cannot call yourself the greatest ever if you can't do that on a regular basis. Now, I'm going to talk about Kobe real quick, and I'll, I'll hand it off to you again. Kobe, the last few years, wasn't clutch like he was before. You could visibly see – yeah. There was a toll being taken. The issue with LeBron is LeBron's been doing this in a, since his, since the beginning. Kobe won. Shoot, what was it? They have a they have a YouTube video where he hit five last second shots in 2010, mm-hmm. and I think two of those two another two games were was more of a he had a shot that ended up being the game winner, like with right. a minute left. Right, he literally won seven games because of the last minute of a game. And they were the one seed in 2010. He doesn't win those seven games or he loses six out of seven. They're like a six, seven seed. That is an MVP. And he didn't win the MVP that year, which pissed me off because I'm like, what's your (laughs) definition of an MVP? This guy literally took you from a six, seven seed to a one. Isn't that what you always tell me? Sorry, Mm. I I have to say it. Isn't that what you guys? Oh, always now tell you're me? giving work to Gerald in post production. Why, why is it you always telling me it's, it matters of where you are in the standings and how how much contribution you have for your team, dude? The guy got you from a six and seven to a one, based off of last second bravery. You know, it's like okay, fast forward to now. You're used to seeing that, and then now you're seeing someone who's being touted as the greatest. He can't finish the game. And then right away, it's like, oh, well, he's tired. No. How come he's not tired to get 30, 10, and 8 then? And why is Russell Westbrook dribbling the ball in the last minute? That right there it has to go to Darvin Ham. If I'm Darvin Ham, I'm calling a timeout. No, 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 no. You inbound the ball, Russell. You inbound the ball to Schroeder. And then you, Schroeder, get LeBron on your side. And let's do some pick and roll business. You guys are geniuses, right? LeBron's a genius, right? Play the genius game. Get a nice pick and roll going. Get to the hole. You guys can both dribble the ball. I mean, I mean, again, I'm. Who are we? Who are we at this point? I'm a fan. I'm gonna, I'm gonna zip into the comments first. I'm gonna do what uh, Gerald asked us to do. I want to remind our audience that uh, uh, we will be on for the Lakers watch party, seven thirty and post game, ten a.m. Pacific. Uh, is that tomorrow? Is this a back-to-back? Is there a game so tomorrow? we are going to be on uh, tomorrow, uh, Martin Luther King Day. Yep. Uh, Lakers Rockets watch party at 7.30, post-game around 10 p.m. So those of you who are on the East Coast, sorry, game show is going to start likely around 1. We're hoping to get uh, Sean, which is not likely tomorrow. Yeah, I um, Jamie, I don't know if you're going to be available tomorrow. I'm going to try to be available for tomorrow for the post. I won't be there for the watch party, but I'll try to be available for the post. But I will be available, and Gerald will uh, be off daddy duty tomorrow, and we can start uh, hopefully talking about a a new winning streak. Uh, One game will not a winning streak make. I will say this. Douglas Jenkins, I agree with the – when we traded Zubats across the hall of the Clippers uh, for Muscala, that was a terrible deal. Uh, Got to – be the hash uh oh i'm sorry 
what what is that <laughs> i'm gonna go i'm sticking with gotta be the hash because that's funnier than whatever it really is uh i you know listen you heard hash and your ears perked up I, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I i just you know listen i i i i was i took i got really pissed at last season's team by the end of the year we're we're not making the play-in there's millionaires dancing on the sideline when some rookie dunks the ball like they've never seen it before in their lives. And it, it is a little bit galling. It is a little bit galling. I will add that that's just sort of the NBA culture these days. And whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, the scholar, I'm leaving that to the scholars. Uh, I, I, I would, if, if I were a professional athlete, I would be professional from when I walked on to when I walked off. Um, that's not to say I wouldn't, you know, be excited for my teammates or celebrate things, but like, if you're not winning, there's nothing worth celebrating, in my opinion. And that's the old school dude in me versus the new school dudes in them. And I'm not here to tell anybody how they're going to be and what the way to be and all that stuff. Um, yeah, Jess Schwager, I'd agree. They do need to be better, smarter in the last five minutes. But that's kind of what we've been talking back and forth a little bit about is this team isn't cohesive. This team doesn't have that core of guys that's been through the fire together. Darvin Ham is a rookie head coach who is doing all of this for the first time and getting out coached a lot of the time by guys who have been in coaches who have been in the league for many, many years. You know, Doc Rivers been a coach in the league for many years. I don't think Vogel would be doing much better. Vogel lost the team halfway two thirds of the season last year. LeBron and AD didn't come to his rescue. They didn't corral the locker room like you would hope a veteran would do. I don't know that Pat Bev would have would be that guy this season. He's he's never going to be making 13 mil again after this season. I'll tell you that. Uh, Sherry and I disagree. Uh, I, I think Westbrook's been playing great. Uh, we can nitpick his faults, but if you trade Westbrook for shooters and like a guy who can block shots and maybe shoot threes and Turner, you lose the one playmaker we have who consistently makes plays on a nightly basis. And I will stand by that. Uh, some people can disagree with me. That's fine. I have no problem with people disagreeing with me. I've never done anything in my life to be liked. Uh, so if you don't like what I say, that's just fine with me. But I, I disagree with that. I think Westbrook actually kicks the pace up quite a bit when he comes into the game. Uh, sometimes, to be honest, for the worst, sometimes he plays a little bit out of control. Uh, I thought he was a little bit out of control on that last play of the game tonight, to be honest as well. I, I, if I talked to Russ, I'd say, Russ, you had a great game except for that last possession. Then you should have you should have called timeout. You know better. LeBron should have called timeout. Russ could have called timeout. Darvin should somebody somebody should have called timeout uh, because it wasn't a broken play. We weren't going to get a, a, an easy breakaway score. We were going to have to work for a play, and nobody knew what they were doing, and that's the problem. So, petting my cat. Uh, yes, they do look for contact and complain when they miss layups, but that's kind of on modern refereeing as much as it is on the modern NBA because some players get rewarded for searching out that contact and other players do not. And so that's something I think is not really up to the players to clean up. That's to the NBA and the referees to clean up. They have to decide if a little bump on the way up is a foul for everybody or if it's foul for nobody. I would prefer it be a foul for nobody and there were less free throws and the game was a little more physical. Sometimes some referee crews, some games – especially marquee games, 
guys get a little bump and suddenly they're shooting 15 free throws that game for no reason other than they decided to drive the ball in the hole. And that, that to me is the most annoying thing. And the last thing I'll say is, uh, oh, look, look at that. We got to say James doesn't come on the ball. Braun never that alpha guy. Oh, we got also Jamie. Let's not call Darvin a rookie coach, but he isn't a real, yeah. Sorry, Zangerstein. He's a rookie coach. Uh, this is his first season as a head coach. You're as an assistant. You're like an advisor to the president. The buck doesn't stop with you. The buck stops with the president. Uh, you know, Darvin's going to get Darvin wanted this job. The job comes with heat job comes with perhaps undue criticism, but that's the job. That's the job. And he is getting paid well to do it. And he's got to take, this is how you learn. This is how he's going to have to learn. He's a rookie head coach. I disagree with Gary that Russell's name is Westbrook. I think that's just a cheap shot that you could apply to about 12 Lakers. So, I mean, it's, it's an okay joke, really, I guess it's kind of, it's, yeah. I don't. Lakers, I, I never found it funny. <laughs> never. Lakers, uh, Lakers fall again at 112. Yeah. What momentum was built after that five-game winning streak was quickly squashed when LeBron decided to sit the. I believe it was the Denver game. And yeah. and and you know we talk about mentality. We talk about we talk about focus. Um, yeah. There's so many, there's so many things involved here, and it, it, it after a while it gets so bunched up in your head that you're not, you 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 go into certain tangents because it's it's so much everything is in, is connected, but there's so many things that are going on that that factor into these things, and at the end of the day, it's always it seems like there's a lot of one play falls that that dictate this if the lakers hit if, if let's say westbrook makes that layup and they win we're talking a, we have a completely different tone tonight yeah if they if they make their free throws in philly yep. different tone yep we are in, in in sports these days we are one play away from being great if we had, if we had fouled luca against dallas just fouled him just fouled him that's it I, I didn't think fouling him was a good idea because there's too much time on the clock. If it was five seconds, yes. But 10 seconds or 10.4 or whatever it was, you foul him right away. You 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 now are playing free throws with, with guys. And, you know, I don't trust the Lakers with free throws either, unless it's Schroeder, which they can't seem to get him the ball at the end of the game. And that's another thing. Get... See, that's another thing. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, it's interesting, it's interesting how – the little things just don't happen. They're not capable of winning in ways that matter. It, it, the, 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 just getting the ball to the right guy, having a, a – I really would like to know. I know it's an 82-game season. I know they're traveling a lot. But what about when they have a few days off and they're at home? You're telling me they're not practicing? You're telling me that Darvin Ham hasn't realized that he can't inbound the ball to the right guy? I mean, for God's sakes – Phil Jackson in game seven in 2010 brought Vujicic off the bench. He played for literally, what, three seconds? Three seconds. He even knew. Biggest, in the biggest, biggest game. Free throw, in the biggest, biggest free throws game. in Laker history. And he didn't even hit the rim. He knew. He goes, Sasha, come over here. Get in. Sasha's looking at him like, I haven't played all series. Really? Right. Hit those free throws. Be a hero. Those, he, and so, he did. So, he did. When 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 you sit down and you want to prepare to be great, this is Darvin Ham's first season. Zangers, I do agree with Jamie on this. When you're not the president, you're not really calling the shots. 
I mean, I understand he's, where Zanger's coming from, right? She she's making a good point, and that uh, she's not saying that let's not call him a head a head coach because he doesn't deserve. He's she's saying he needs to have he needs to be better, and I agree. I agree with that, but I will call him a rookie head coach because that is exactly what he is. He is sitting about. on the yeah. throne and as the boss. Season. That's right, and he is going to need to learn at some point here how to put together a play that works and i'm not talking about with okay if everybody's scared to shoot how do you how do you work around that if lebron doesn't want to shoot if he wants to do the right play right he's gonna do the right play i'm trying to remember other than austin reeves when has lebron as a laker passed and done the right thing at the last minute and had the ball go in is it, I think it's, it's, my only memory is also been a while. Okay. It's been a while. So what does that tell you? What cracks me up about these, he does the right play. I told you guys when something doesn't work, you change it. That's yeah. what you're supposed to do in anything in life. What happens? What's the old saying? Do something over and over again and expecting this, the, the different result is insanity. And the Lakers keep doing the same thing. And then when they don't do the same thing, they have Russell Westbrook, Trying to get the last shot. Someone who can't shoot, who whose brain is too fast for his hands, and can't make layups. That has to fall on leadership. Leadership as in LeBron yep. and Darvin Ham. Yep. At what point are, are, are we going to start asking these guys these questions in their face instead of like little, little people behind the, the computers? I hate that I have to say this. I want to be in the room when they're interviewing Darvin Ham. I know you do, Joe. Coach, <laughs> why can't you, you devise a play to win, to, to at least get a clean shot? Yeah. Now, yeah. I might not say it in that term, probably a little bit more respectful because I don't want to be a jerk either. But I would say it in a way where I'm like, Coach, the Lakers seem to have a lot of issues at the last second shot. And it's not about not making the shot. It's that they don't have a clean shot. What are you working on yeah. to make to, to fix that? And of course, again, I'm probably going to get sent out of the out of the room. It would be the you would have been banned from the uh, reporter room like three times this season. I feel like minimum. Yeah. But and, um, and you know the, the you, you you they pay three billion dollars for that channel. You know if I'm if I'm on that if, okay if you're not going to put me in the media room. Put me next to James and, and Derek Fisher and Geeter, okay? And I'm going to ask Geeter, who's the biggest homer in Laker history, right? Geeter, <laughs> can you explain something to me? You're, you're boys with Darvin Ham, right? Why can't he put together a play that can gotta, get us a clean look at least? You got to tweet that stuff to in-game endlessly. They put tweets up there. Uh, or they used to. I don't know if they still do. I don't believe in talking. I uh, mean, we have to I'm, do it on this show because that's the show and I can't be over there. I'm not... I'm not that big. We're not. Big I prefer. Like I like to do. I like to do it. I like to do it here. I like. I like. I, like I want to know. Obviously. I want to know what. What is it? Is it, it? Are the players not running his plays? Maybe uh, it would have to be something private. Maybe uh, it would have to be something private. I don't know. I don't. I listen. I want to go back to a couple of the comments. Uh, Gerald let us know that in his post-game interview, Russell Westbrook explained that he was attempting to shoot the game-winning shot and had his arm pulled down by Joel Embiid, a foul that was not called. He thinks. Uh, he, the quote is, I couldn't get my hand up to shoot because he was grabbing it. 
and then a bunch of people talking about the NBA has to punish refs for missing last second winning shots. Gary, a questions why the guard is going up against uh, the seven footer. I mean, he had a mismatch uh, and he actually got by him. Uh, and, uh, you know, none of us are going to be on Twitter, by the way, got to be hash, uh, got to be the hash because uh, we, we hate it. I, I hate it. I, I've never been on Twitter. I'm never going to go on Twitter. I, I find the 140 character minimum to be insulting, frankly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's hear your pop culture. I did, it. I did it. I actually <laughs> started doing it without the cosmos. <laughs> and then I, I, I went cosmos. back and said, no, 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 I got to do this right. Yeah, it's the <laughs> pop culture cosmos. Ali is money. I agree. Ali is, uh, uh, Ali is the money on that. On that, uh, uh, she's she's great. Uh, she keeps that show going. Anyway, look, you know, if this was the only loss of the year that came down to a bad foul call against the Lakers, which it's not, this is like third of the fourth. But you can make an argument that there were a couple games where we should have gotten fouls called against us when we were awarded, you know, for aggressive play. That all, I think, tends to work itself out. I don't like to blame the refs almost ever for. They're not going to call that. They're not going to. They're not going to call that. You look. That's another thing. You should know. Yeah. The refereeing in the NBA, like NFL, but the NFL, I don't blame the refs. I blame Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell's a, a conniving weasel, squirrel piece of crap, right? I blame him because he's the one sending the the, the calls to those guys. But in the NBA. <laughs> In the NBA, and I've said this many times, and this is the one part that I will side with them, which is if they call a foul, you saw what happened when they called a foul on on Schroeder, right? And everyone's like, why, why are you calling a foul? And everyone's complaining. And then if they call a foul now, you're gonna if you don't call, they don't call a foul now, you're complaining. They're not gonna they're gonna more often than not not call a foul at the last second shot because they don't want to be looked at as the guys that ended up you know, creating the game, even though they've, they spend maybe 80 minutes freaking reviewing a call that I saw sitting on my rear end on my chair in five seconds. Right. And you can also spend another few seconds seeing what time it was on the clock. I don't know what the hell these guys do sitting around looking at a play for freaking 30 minutes at the end of a game. They've completely destroyed the flow. There's yeah. this momentum going on, and they completely seize it. We have to go watch these stupid car commercials and all this garbage <laughs> so that we can then get back into the excitement of what the game is. It's so stupid. It, you used, know, to I, be, it used to be where they would foul a lot. Now yeah. it's all reviews. Yeah. It's just it's, – it's, it's just, no, I, 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 you, can't, you can't expect that call. I don't care if it's a foul. You can't expect it. And, by the way, Russell Westbrook should not be handling the damn ball – at the last second shot. I'm sorry. No way. I, I disagree on that a little bit. But you know what? I, I, I mean, uh, I, I, listen, you can punch me. I don't mind. You can fight. I'm a, I'm a lover and a fighter. I like, I like to fight while I love, and I like to love while I fight. <laughs> Gerald's got a lot of work to do in post-production on this one, by the way, Gerald. I don't know if you've been watching the whole time. I see that you are always watching, but Joe already cursed once. Joe already cursed once, Gerald. <laughs> I said the A word. <laughs> Actually, we were able to say the A word now, aren't we? Were we? Wasn't there a whole episode where yeah, we? I wouldn't drop the F bomb. That's not. I, that's not good. No, why would we? That would be. Got to be the anyway. shoes. No, there is no home. The home court. Oh, advantage, it's not got to be the hash. Oh, the home. Yeah, I know. The home court advantage it, it died when they changed the name to that crypto garbage crap. 
Agreed. And then when they start, also, it, it actually began really also with the fact that they don't wear the golden armor jerseys half the time. Like, really? Really? Why not? I don't understand that either. Right. You're wearing purple at home? Kobe, or, well, I think tonight was Sunday Whites, right? Sunday Whites is fine. Sunday Whites are fine. I get that. You know, day of rest, whites, eh, clean, eh, cleanse, you know, day of rest. the good Lord, you know. How, but why Golden does, Armor, why does, uh, Golden Armor has answer, to be there. Can somebody answer me a question? Why does a being of omnipotent power and ability require a day of rest? Because uh, there's a manipulation behind it. Oh, there is. And I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Get out of here. Someone wanted their own day. One of those other guys, and by the way, I'm being really vague here. The other guys had Sabbath and Saturday, and then these guys, well, we're going to take Sunday. <laughs> that's got to be my favorite. That's got to be my favorite thing anybody's ever said about religion to me. Oh, I, I, oh, 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 no. Some manipulation behind Believe that. me, I got friends who are you religious, that scholars, religious scholars. And uh-huh. when you that's look another, back at all that's the. That's another thing that cracks me up. Well, it's when you look back at all the stuff, you like, your common sense starts to hit you. You're like, oh, I see why they did that. Right, <laughs> and, right. it, and it, had, it didn't have anything to do with Jesus or God. <laughs> this, this episode brought to you by Off the Rails. Yes, Off the Rails. Holy Water. The, the pill that, that gets if you. you want to uh, be cleansed, pill. visit our site. <laughs> <laughs> We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. But again, uh, the Lakers lose 113-112. Lakers have lost three in a row row. after winning five in a row. row. And I told you guys... LeBron sitting for that Denver game yep. is is it, it is the spark of a loser's mentality. I keep having to say this. It yep. sets a loser mentality when you're healthy to play and you sit. So sit in it, eat it, drink it. This is the result. And until this stops, we are going to have, and of course, the fact that no one wants to take the last shot, this is what you're going to have. And we're just here bouncing off all the BS because we have a show to do and people want to hear what we say. Thank God. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't that. I like hanging out with the yummy, sweet hash man. And, you know, when Gerald is here, you know, we kind of, you know, have to let him talk. You know, it's what he does. He likes doing it. But we're in a different era, man. We're in a different era. People want to rest. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Gerald, why are we going to get shut down by Google? For talking about why omnipotent beings need a rest on the seventh day. I like how we get to argue with Gerald and he's not even here. That's this is maybe maybe my favorite part of today's episode. Google. What's Google <laughs> gonna do? I don't know. Gerald's always worrying about Google and YouTube. What are you worried about? You always worry about stuff. Big brother. You know, live like us. We worry about nothing right here. This is big brother right here. We we worry about nothing and do everything. Like 
it cracks me up how everyone's afraid of everything. I know. Dude, just I go know. outside. If somebody gets in your face, son of the F off. Punch punch them. You tell somebody to F off. No, then you got to deal with the law and police. You Whatever. tell someone to F off, they F off. It, I've been it, believe me, I'm, I'm, I'm proof of it. I've been arrested. It's not I mean, all this. Where are these rules? Who, who made I'm these like, rules? You got to do things. I don't work. We don't work for no one. We work for ourselves. We do what we want. And thank you, John. It is Yami Swoot. Uh, that name I created for myself when I was <laughs> when I directed play. Actually, it's funny that Gerald called me that out of nowhere, because if you go back and look, uh, you can find it all over the place uh, at the theater company I used to help run, and I still help out there from time to time. But uh, when I used to write, direct, design lights, and do some other things, all for my own show, I didn't want it to come off as like a Roger Corman kind of thing, where you see like Roger Corman writes, produce, directs, da, 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 like twelve jobs for Roger Corman. So I was like, oh, there's this other guy who's kind of like me, and his name's Yami Swood. He did the lights. So, you know, somebody go ahead and critique that guy. So it's a longstanding uh, fantasy. Uh, oh, well, see, Gerald, wish your daughter a happy birthday for us. Uh, Henry Tom's doing well. I think that he's had some internet issues, technical issues, and generally kind of runs out of gas after the games. The guy's pretty old. Uh, and it's been, I, I don't know, listen, I'm just being, I'm just, I'm just saying real talk, man. I, I think he, you know, the last time I, I just, the last time I was here, he just sounded really tired post game. I think it was a double overtime game though. And I, I, you know, and he, and it's not, there's not a lot of positive to talk about and he's a relentlessly positive person and we are not relentless. Joe and I are not relentlessly positive where we're We're relentlessly real. Uh, and I want some, I challenge anybody to say that 10 times fast. Uh, so here's where we're positive. But you'd have to come. I always say this to those who are seeking something, right? Always mm -hmm. seeking, feeling better about themselves, or they need some kind of motivation, or as uh, Mick and Rocky used to say, motivation. I always like to use, use that. I, I'd say it once more, motivation. Motivation. That's how good as he was, going, right? <laughs> so, oh, John. <laughs> yeah. So, so when <laughs> come come to Temecula. Do a ride along with me for a week and see how good life is. Wait, is this going to be like training day? Are you going to like? A hundred percent. Except I'm not going to try to kill you. Well, um, I, that's what I'm asking. The key here is, the key here is. See, and that's the problem with John. Is John lives in where do you live in the valley? Good. It's not where you live. It's who you're with, and how we get down. Doesn't mean I got to be in Temecula. I go to San Diego. I go to Orange County. I can go to Palm Springs. I can go to Hollywood. Okay, I, they're all within that that range. But that's the problem is people got to hang out with certain people that, I don't know, make them feel good about themselves. <laughs> John's on fire. The problem, <laughs> yeah, the problem is, and he's right, do, you, do you really know what it means to be really, really happy? <laughs> yes. Come see me. I'll show you. Why are we gonna are we gonna fight in love? Is that what's gonna happen? No, no, I don't okay. I don't swing that way. <laughs> uh no, no, I don't do that. Uh, uh no, but seriously, uh, this this let's not give out addresses. We're, <laughs> one of, okay, no. One of the, well thanks, you can find thanks. people people know my business, so they can find my, my business address anyways. Oh the, Gerald, you're not gonna get thank shut you, down. Thank you, Z. I should have yeah. plenty of more time to spend with the family now that YouTube is going to shut us down. Yeah. LOL. So what happens with Gerald is Gerald is one of those guys who's extremely Word. nice and respectful and cares about people's feelings, cares about doing the right thing. So those are very admirable things. You talk about, you know. 
being a good Sunday person, right? But he's dealing with rogue planets on a weekly <laughs> basis. Rogue planets who have set their lives. That's the wrong address, by the way, uh, John. Um, who 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 set their lives in a non-conformist uh, way. Oh, and the reason why it's not conforming is because status quo is boring. And I don't mean go jump off roofs and, you know, throw rocks at cars. No, 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 no. I'm talking about That'd getting up in the morning and really understanding that you can do whatever the F you want. It's true. Without, without barring killing somebody or hurting somebody, right? And that's what we're doing. This show... This show is about us being able to entertain and do what we like to do, which is talk Lakers. The only problem is I came onto this show at the worst time, the last <laughs> year and change. I would have preferred to come in 2020 when we were winning, but it is what it is. Oh, are we all going to meet at Killarney's Irish Pub or Sprouts? Well, Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. I, so. I have to figure out a way to broadcast that without an issue. Seems like anytime you've done anything without a direct line, becomes a. Good job, John. I don't want. I don't want to do the challenge live unless I have good internet connection. So I have to figure out between now and the end of the year on how to put that together. I may have to go talk to Buffalo Wild Wings and get some kind of direct Ethernet connect mm -hmm. with some kind of computer so we can show what was what's going on. I mean, I mean, I can bring my stuff. I just need a. A connection yeah, yeah. To, to the to the laptop. I feel you. So I mean, the Buffalo Wild Wings uh, Wi-Fi is not legendary. Buffalo Wild Wings has kind of taken a level down a little bit since Arby's bought it, but I had I've gone there a few times the last six months, and Never it's been. all right. It's all right. Maybe, I think they fixed a few things like it was before. Maybe the transition kind of jacked things up, but it is what it is. Uh, I've never been. I've never been there or Chick Fil A or many meat places. I'm a, I was born and raised vegetarian, so. Yeah, that's never going to happen in my end. Yes, Henry. So how does it feel? So let's let's, let's let's talk about stuff that matters here instead of the Lakers. What, no, what no, no, it? no. I don't got time for that. <laughs> no, I don't got time for that. So the Lakers lose. This episode brought to you by Off the Rails. The for those who are just joining away. us, for those who are just joining <laughs> us, the Lakers lost again by one at home, got swept by the Sixers, oh, right? Yeah. All right Which. I don't know. They they seem to match up really well with this team when they play. Nobody matches up well with Joel Embiid. Well, that's that's the it's no one matches up with any superstars. He's a superstar. It's true. Uh, they were able to neutralize James Harden at the end there because James Harden James James Harden's at Not the Jamie end of Harden. games. He is the player version of the Lakers team now. Mm -hmm. When the ending comes, he usually doesn't show up. Uh, <laughs> it cost it cost the Oklahoma City Thunder in twenty twelve a yep. title. Yep and. And of course, it's also cost CP3 a finals uh, appearance when they were up three two against Golden State in 2018. But I I, I digress. The wow. Lakers are the, the good thing about the NBA is Cheap you don't shot, have to wait gentlemen. too long. You don't have to wait too long to get yourself out of the the funk, right? So we're gonna have back to back games yep. tomorrow. We're gonna play a the worst team in the West. <laughs> so let's talk brass tacks now. What are the percentages of LeBron playing tomorrow? Hundred percent. Really? Hundred percent. Ooh. 
I'm going to give it a 50-50. I'm going 100%, and I'll bet you $2 right now. Are you thinking that because he's close to breaking the record and he's kind of wanting to get that done? Is that why? No, I'm thinking that because he's tired of losing. Really? If he's tired of losing, why did he take the shot tonight? Uh, that's hey, you know, that's uh, hey, that's a good question. I think there's a difference between playing and being ready to, to take the shot in the fourth quarter when you haven't been shooting well at all in the second half. Which he had, I would have thought a two day break playing Denver, he was gonna play when he didn't play in that game. Henry H is echoing asking your the question you answered. It, I'm uh, telling you, Henry called call, he, he hit he hit it right on the nail. That destroyed the five uh game streak. Yeah. And it, and, it, and they yeah. they haven't recovered since. They haven't recovered since. LeBron wants to believe he can turn it on still, and he cannot. He, he cannot he, he never cannot has will been, a team. He only, will we a talked team about this on the last show. There's only been one team in the history, or I shouldn't say history. Since I've been watching basketball for the last 30-plus years, there's only been one team that's ever been able to turn it off and turn it on, and that's the three-peat Lakers. That's yeah. it. Barely. LeBron never shut it. He never he, – he, in, in the four years he was in – in the four years he was in Miami, they were playing well in the regular yeah. season all the way through. They but never had, shut it down. He had no. one year in Cleveland, I believe it was 2018, where yep. they came out the gate slow – and then, but I think that had a lot to do with the fact that there was a lot of turmoil with Blatt and all yeah, that. Yeah, that was there was a whole bunch of coaching issues. There was a whole yeah. bunch of they had some roster. And issues I bet you were. Blatt. I bet you Blatt was one of those guys. Like, why aren't you taking the last shot? What the hell's going on over here? Might have been. And LeBron got sad, right? <laughs> I agree, Henry. Uh, uh, and got to be the hash. I would take that bet, but I don't have any Bitcoin, uh, so I can't. Um, I listen. Is it unfair to expect that of him? In reality, yes. And but the there's a flip side to that, and that you know, he's the leader of the team, he's the best player on the team. He should be the one running the team on the floor at all times. Even when he was on one leg, Kobe Bryant would demand the ball from guys like D Russ and Julius Randle who you could argue should have gone through those lumps at the time, right? Like, no, you go, you take the last shot. You learn what it's like to be me. Kobe had no interest in being a part of that learning experience. He was taking the last shot because he couldn't live with himself if he let somebody else take the shot and they missed or somebody else had the ball and they kicked it out of bounds or whatever. Kobe couldn't live with himself. LeBron can live with himself in those situations. I'm, I'm pretty certain. Does he like it? No, of course he doesn't like it, but he's not going to obsess over it for two weeks. And I think Kobe obsessed over it for two weeks, like Jerry West used to do. The kind of like feeling in your gut that like, you know, keeps you up for days on end because, you know, that's how they're wired. They're, he, Kobe was not what was wired not to lose. That's what I'm saying, Henry. His mentality is very different. That's why Kobe wouldn't have sat out against Denver. Kobe wouldn't have sat out against Denver. How tired he was. He might not have played as many minutes as he possibly could have, but he would not have sat out. And that's what I kind of wish LeBron had done. I wish he had said, look, I'm not playing more. Don't play me more than 25, 30 minutes a game. I'm I'm tired. Use me strategically. Let these other guys fight as best they can. 
Well, Dennis is fighting for a contract. Same as like 80% of the guys on our roster who are making the veteran minimum. All these vet minimum guys can't afford to sit out a game for an ankle tweak or something. They got to suit it up and, and play. Um, they got it. They got it. Or they, they're not going to get their next contract. They're going to make another. So, so let's, let's, let's clear this up. Sure. Because there's a lot of confusion. I, I get some feedback from those who say you're, you're supporting LeBron one minute and then you're bashing him the next. And I have to, com- I have to repeat this a few times. I said, guys, I live in the moment. I'm in the moment. When you do something right, I'm going to tell you that's great. It's just mm-hmm. like anything else in life, guys. When we go, when you do a job and the job is done the way it was supposed to be done, good, good work. Great. And then you go to the next job, and if some for some reason the same things you were doing in the last job aren't being done, you're going, what the hell? What's going on here? Now, right. imagine that happening year after year after year. I mean, if you're gonna go all in and not succeed. Yeah. Let's let's say uh, since we're talking football here, uh, football division Sunday wild card weekend, the Buffalo Bills lost four Super Bowls in a row in the early nineties. Mm-hmm. They gave it their heart. No one, and it's funny. They're the only team. They're the only team that lost that they that people remember more than the team that won. Hmm. You ask somebody who won the title in nineteen ninety one and nineteen ninety. Maybe it's a little easier for 92, 93 because it's Cowboys. Right. 91, especially. People wouldn't even remember who the quarterback was for the Washington Redskins. Only thing they remember at that time is the Buffalo Bills lost four in a row. But they gave it their heart. They gave every effort. To me, if LeBron is taking that shot every single time, the last six games we've lost like this, you're telling me he wouldn't have been able to hit at least two of them? At least? Are we dogging him a little bit? Maybe a little bit. How do you miss the other four? But at least he got two. You're up two more wins now. Yep. Now instead of being 19 and 24, you're sitting at 21 and 22. Far more reasonable. So if you're talking about analytics and numbers, you cannot be the greatest, guys. You cannot be the greatest if you're afraid or you're not clutch. And this guy has never been clutch. He is everything else. He is the Peyton Manning. Well, I mean, he is clutch. Of the NBA. No, oh, that's true. With a K. I'm talking about the, cl- the real clutch. The know, one with the C. I'm talking about the clutch with the C, not the K. I know you are. I know. I just have, is, I have, I I saw, irony, I see jokes and I got I, I think gotta the go. irony of that agency being called clutch is quite funny. That's like, uh, yeah. rest his soul, Tiny, Tiny Lester Jr. Remember Zeus? They call him Tiny. Yeah. Debo, for those who remember Friday. The man who played Debo. Um, I love Debo. No, uh, Douglas was 86. Uh, Doug, Doug Williams was 87. Uh, they played the Super Bowl in San Diego. They beat the Denver Broncos. The Super Bowl was set in San Diego in the year 1987, but it was the 86 season. Doug Williams was the Super Bowl MVP that year. In 91 was Mark Rippon. Mark Rippon was the MVP, and the Washington Redskins were – a juggernaut that year. They destroyed almost everybody that year. Lakers again lose 113, 112. <sighs> yeah, now... one more question. Go, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you go. You're right. You're right. Go. Let's well, I was just going to say we're, we're, we're coming down the stretch here a little bit. Uh, I, I, I wanted to get into uh, kind of getting out of this phase of losing and hopefully going to tomorrow and with, with some kind of hope of 
you know, opening up a new win streak here so that we have some positiveness. And then, of course, you know, we have to still wait. This is the life we live now. Is yeah. this guy going to be playing? Where in, yeah. Yeah, that that is this in itself is just it's exhausting talking about. This. It's exhausting waiting, 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 yeah. waiting for someone to tell us if he's going to play when yeah. they're making forty million dollars a year, dropping exactly. thirty-five, ten, and eight, yep. or triple doubles, and then they don't show up. What? what, yeah. what when did this thing allow this to happen? I don't know. You know, we can thank that freaking idiot down in, in San Antonio for really starting this. Yes, and yeah. I call him an idiot for this because he deserves to be called an idiot for this. And if I could be in that meeting room, I bet you I'd be killed out of that room by all the San Antonio Spurs people. <laughs> well, Pop didn't allow that to happen. Kawhi just didn't come back. He no, just- it, wasn't, it wasn't Kawhi. Kawhi... He's just a sensitive dude. I think that he's the quintessential Gen X, Gen Z guy, right? He, sure. I'm sure Pop said, are you going to play or what? Which is, again, back to being the irony in it all. You right. started this sitting people down, bud. Yeah. You did. Yeah. Now you have a guy that's trying to do that and you criticize him. So Kawhi Leonard probably sitting alone, dude, you, 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 this is what you do. Now you're yelling at me for doing it. You know what? Right. Send me to Toronto. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I, I thought that there's, there, I mean, there's been a lot of this. I, I, I'm going with 100% for LeBron. Um, you know, I thought for a second you were talking about waiting for AD to come back, and I was going to say, no, I, I'm not expecting. Not, yeah, AD. First of all, I saw footage today that said that he hasn't even ran. I don't know where this information came about a week and a half ago where he should be coming back soon, but no, today Darvin Ham hasn't even had him running full court yet. He's not running. He's, just, yeah, he's not is, running full court. If any Laker fan chooses to believe the clickbait news cycle that is out there today, it's on you then that you fall for this, this malarkey. Do yourself a favor. Look up on your own stress reactions in the foot, specifically the one that Anthony Davis has, which I think is the navacular bone has departed from the foot. It's physically floating around inside of his foot somewhere, somehow. And they want to do surgery to pull the debris out so that he can't hurt his foot anymore. He doesn't want to do surgery because he thinks he can come back this year and play, which is kind of admirable. I, I kind of wish he had just done the surgery, to be honest. Point being is the stress reaction is caused by repetitive running and jumping. <laughs> so let's say there's some world where AD does, you know, do imaginary game stuff by himself for a couple of weeks. And then, you know, sometime early February, late January, they let him run up and down the court in a practice and he feels fine the next day. And then we go play a back-to-back with some travel and that comes right back. They're going to shut him down. He's going to go have surgery. It's really just a question of when he decides to do it at this point. I do not think he's going to be able to sustain a level of play on his foot that will be meaningful for the rest of the season. So I saw that he was shooting before the game, Jeff, but that's not, that's not basketball. That's that anybody does that. We all can do that. He, he, he's going to be running up again down the court with some of the best athletes on planet earth, jostling for position, getting bumped, getting knocked around. Again, if I were like a relentlessly positive person who just believed that I could think happy thoughts and good things would happen, then I would say, Oh man, I really think AD can come back and really play well this season. I'm not that guy. 
I'm the guy who thinks, oh, he has an injury that's caused by running and jumping. The chances of him being able to sustain a level of play that is anywhere near what he was doing before or helps the team really just stay on the court in general is unrealistic. It's unrealistic for him. It's unrealistic for the team. It's unrealistic for the fans. It's just plain old unrealistic. And I I honestly wish the team would just say like, dude, get the surgery, get it fixed. This, this year was always, always hanging on by a a fingernail from the very beginning. And through gumption and luck, we've played better in some games than we should have. And we've lost some games that we probably should have won. And that's, in my opinion, the law of averages of this team just working itself out, right? Like that's sport. That's why you play the games. And, you know, yeah, I mean, if he had done the surgery right away, he might've been able to come back for the playoffs, but without the injury. Right. But, He's not. I, he's I not think, doing that. I so think because I, yeah, I think because Genie I think he's and, done. I think Genie and as soon as you started hearing vague Bill Belichick like info, yeah, out of out of the out of the injury, I knew something was wrong, and it's coming down. I'm I'm wondering if it's Genie and Rob not wanting to broadcast this because they don't want their ticket sales to go down. If you don't tell the Laker Laker Nation that he's probably done you don't tell them that there's still hope you still hope unless you're watching of course like a fast break we have no hope there's no hope in this business we're about reality there's but, no winning but most life. of the shows out there like laker nation and yeah. geeter on Sportsnet and all those guys who are sitting there and slapping each other's bottoms and patting each other on the back and saying the Lakers are just they're they just need to play a little harder and they're gonna do this. Yeah, okay, cool. No, the reality yeah. is they're playing. I understand this is a business. Believe me, yeah. I understand this. But I think you would think that Laker, the Laker populace, is that is that the right word? Laker populace? Sure. Don't yeah. you think we would understand? I mean, you guys have given us a lot of winning, which is just odd to me that you'd be conniving. To your own people. I'm telling you, I've said this before. I am appreciative of all the great winning. I'm, I'll, I'll stay here. Yeah. I'll be here. But why do you have to be slimy? For what? Yeah. For who? Why? Why are you doing this? You don't need to do this. We're not the Memphis Grizzlies. We're not the <laughs> New Orleans Pelicans. You don't have to justify anything lying. It, 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 it makes you look bad. But then at the same time, we're I'm I I think in the end I was born too late. I should have been born maybe about fifty years ago, maybe even <laughs> sixty years ago. Just should have been born to a Virginia coal miner working the lands I think my whole I just, life. My 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 mindset and and it, you know you can sit there and you call it the the old man getting them off the lawn thing. I'm like no guys, I'm very 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 modern. Believe me, I'm modern. I'm, I embrace the cell phone. I embrace. The ability to get communication the way it is. Believe me, I'm not one of those guys that's like, ah, the computer, oh, this. No, quite the contrary. I love that stuff. But why did we have to lose our primal, like, domination? Why did we kind of get soft and go, eh, I don't want to get hurt. Eh, I don't want to do this. It's, 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 it's depressing. 
<laughs> I mean, he's super modern. Mike, is, is Google going to kick me out now? I don't know. Uh, yeah, you can shut us down, and Google's got a got a contract out on for our heads. Uh, he's so modern. He's wearing a now is the time on sprockets when we dance sweater next to me. I mean, Toad the wet sprocket. That's right. That damn phone. That's right. Listen, you know it's. Oh, by way, the way, speaking of the iPhone. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up, Henry. I finally got an iPhone. Oh. Okay, I you? finally got one, and I have, have to, to admit, I have to admit, it's pretty bad. No, you don't like and, the and, iPhone? and it has nothing to do with the fact that I haven't gotten used to it, okay? Nothing. Half the stuff that I do on the phone, it, it's an extra step on the iPhone. Maybe mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. So, but I did, I am going to give it one year. I'm going to give right. it one year. And the reason why I'm going to give it one year is because my previous phone <laughs> was trash. They made a really bad Samsung this last batch oh, so i figured this was the year to try to go that route plus my buddy was just pumping it up about how it's really good for business and all that and i said you know what like i said i'm, I'm a rogue planet man i don't do business the same way everyone else does but hey i gave it a chance i'm gonna learn how to use it worst case scenario i go into going back I, I go back to android and i already know how to use the iphone so it is what it is there you go there you go yeah yeah jim i know it's it's i'm, <laughs> I'm struggling with this mental weakness of society it's not just sports. It's just society in general. There, everybody wants to take the easy way out. No one wants to work. No one wants to push a little. It's just they want to feel good. They want that dopamine, man. Dopamine twenty four seven, all the time, every time. Uh, they don't want to feel any pain. And we, we, these are our examples. All the heroes that we have, all the LeBrons and all these guys. This is this is our this is our these are our our idols, right? Not my idol, but you know, society. Well. You could take a day off making $40 million a year. There you go. I mean, you want, you want to know how old I am? I'm looking at the banner below us, and I'm like, wait, I don't do half of those things. And I don't even know what Trovo is. I'm like, what? what's Trovo? Ask John. Uh, he knows everything. Well, John, I think – oh, no, there he is. He's uh, He's got – uses both platforms. He can afford two lines and service. Hold on. Hold up. Wait. I take out a loan to go to McDonald's. Why do you go to McDonald's, Betty, my cat? Nothing ever works there. <laughs> yeah, and the food is. It is. It is the. It is the every other day game of the Lakers where no one shows up. <laughs> delicious. It's delicious food. I, yeah. I, I couldn't. Anyway, listen, you guys, it's been a great show tonight. I'm like Walter White. I have a burner phone. <laughs> You you only say you have it when you're about to pass out. Is that is that's that right? How it and works? I hope it's I hope it's a foot phone so you can be like Captain's Law. So so it's funny we're we're bouncing all over here, but that that show is hilarious in so many ways. Of course, usually good shows like that always have some comedy in it, right? So people who don't know this, the actress played Skylar White got death threats. <laughs> Could you imagine that? You are someone who's been killing themselves. Right in that industry, you get your your shot, and that was you finally get your big break. You get your big break, right? Right. And what validation? What an amazing validation! I'd be stoked to be on one of the greatest TV shows ever, and you're getting death threats. I, I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say the acting coach has to be ecstatic, right? They're like, I hope you hit so. it out of the park. You hit it out of the park, Skyler. You 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 actually got people believing that's who you are. <laughs> yeah, John, you're uh, petting my cat is right. 
Chipotle. And by the way, her name is Anna Gunn. Sorry, I should say Anna Gunn. That's who. Right, right. right. So Anna Gunn got death threats for playing Skylar White. God bless you, Anna Gunn. You are one of the best to get death threats for playing a fake role. Thanks, thanks, God. You killed it, on. (laughs) Thanks for coming on the show. Got to be the hash. Listen, John, Chipotle is where you go to get salmonella, not a meal. By the way, I just had Chipotle today, and it was really good. Really, really good. And I I recommend putting lime in the burrito. Is that to kill the salmonella? I can't argue against that, Jimmy. You're right on that. (laughs) I mean, it always like five people in like... I feel like they have a salmonella outbreak at least once a year. It's kind of like... Yeah, we're... it's it's about geographical advantage at that point. Suppose, they just, they just put a Chipotle down. My kid loves Chipotle, and we just we just have to we have to deal with it. I will say that one of the stranger features of modern America is the Cheesecake Factory's ability to mail you a cheesecake anywhere on planet Earth. Seems yeah. odd to me that it would still be good. Well, you know how much preservatives those things have. They opened <laughs> up a cheesecake about five years ago here in Temecula. They had opened one previously, like years ago, but it didn't, you know, the people here were still broke at the time. So now they have a little bit more money now. The dish I can't get away from is the jambalaya cheesecake. No matter what I do, I get there. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do something different. They got this menu that's eight inches long, wide right. and thick. And I'm going, okay, I'm going to get the biscuits and gravy. And then as I'm waiting, I'm like, yeah, yeah I get the jambalaya. <laughs> And I never have the cheesecake because the cheesecake oh. there, you eat one bite it's so and good. it's like you just ate a brick. Oh. Like one bite. I'm like, dude, I'm full. I can't. I can't. No, do it's so good. Yeah. The Adams, the Adams peanut butter cup cheesecake is so good. It's so good. Henry, uh, you got to hit me up, brother. I got, yeah. I got all the ins on the wine country here, even though I don't really drink that much wine. You make a, you know, OG cheesecake is great too. Listen, PC Gamer, I don't think anybody's, listen, LeBron deserves exactly what he's getting. Okay, okay. Uh, let, let, let's go ahead, Jamie. You answer that question. Nah, you don't want, okay. okay. Uh, no, I got, it, I got it. I got it. Listen, he's go he ahead, gets it. He's ahead. exactly what he's getting. You know what I mean? Like, listen, you can't, you can't, you can't encourage the front office to trade away your core guys who have been with you through fire. And this is not a knock against Westbrook. Westbrook is not the problem here, right? The problem is that nobody has the cojones in the Laker front office to stand up to LeBron. They want to entitle their superstars so that they can continue to be the NBA team where superstars go to die. And they are willing to come here for, you know, a couple of years while they still got some, some jazz in the, in the, in their feet. And nobody wanted to stand up to LeBron and say, you know, it's not a good idea. Rob didn't do it. Jeannie didn't do it. And then as soon as it happened and the whole world was like, this is going to be a bad fit. Then LeBron started getting grumpy. That is just a giant pile of BS, in my opinion. And so LeBron can sit in it. Rob can sit in it. Jeannie can sit in it. And I feel bad for Russ because Russ is the one who gets dumped on as if it's his fault he got traded for. And so I I just, I just can't buy that line at all. Everybody deserves what they get, first of all. You make your own breaks. You make your own luck. You you work hard and good things happen. And I'm not saying that LeBron doesn't work hard. The dude obviously works hard. I don't think there's a – he should be the model of how you take care of your body at this age of your career and still be a successful professional athlete. He and Tom Brady win that award, hands down. I have a lot of respect for how they maintain their bodies. I don't think LeBron deserves better because he tries to be the – I'm not really pulling the strings behind the scenes guy, but I am. And so if you're going to be that kind of guy, I don't respect that. I, I Just just be who you are. Don't be afraid. Don't be a coward. Be who you are. You and want you want to win. 
it's okay to want to win. It's and encouraged in professional that's, sports. That's, incredibly. So, and we might be nitpicking. Uh, first of all, I've never, I, I, I've always liked Tom Brady. And I, it's funny reading scathing. No, you, you read scathing responses about Tom Brady, people getting involved in his personal life about who cares saying about asinine things. Right. So, so just so you guys know, I'm not, we don't pick, I don't pick on because you're, Look, if Tom Brady wins 18 Super Bowls, I'm I'm cheering for him at that point. Like, I'm still PSG. cheering for him. I'm like, dude, you don't see greatness like this, okay? And on top of that, every time I see him do something that's not Tom Brady being all goody-goody, it's always revolved around, I want to win. I want to yeah. do what, what needs to get done. How do you fault that? How do you fault it? And what goes on in his private life? Stay out of his private life. That's not your business. It's not our business. Nobody's I don't business. care. No. When he said, after all that crap that I kept reading, I'm like, why am I even reading this? I want to know about the, the game. Like, I don't care about this other stuff. They asked yeah. him, are you going to retire? He's like, I'm never retiring. When he said that, I became an even bigger Tom Brady fan. And this is a guy that cost the Steelers, my team, probably three Super Bowl appearances, right? So, with that, LeBron James' issues is they call him a the most polarizing player in sports there couldn't be a better description of him because mm. he does things that you love mm. at the same time. He does things that make you want to pull your hair out. So that's <laughs> why you're going back and forth, you know, because you'll get that response. Well, Joe, he started a school, you know, and I have to come back with some next level response. Like, dude, Pablo Escobar was the greatest philanthropist in Colombia. How did that go? Okay. It's not about that. I get it. He's, Got a billion dollars. Of course, it's going to be a lot easier for him to create a school. I'm not trying to downgrade it. Thank you. Thank you. know, that's great. You did that. But sometimes he does things that in a lot of ways is equally as worse. Comments in areas that he doesn't belong talking about, right? Doesn't have enough information to be saying what he's saying. And people look up to him. And, and, and if you're going to spew false information and you're this kind of a leader you're 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 a detriment to that point and then when you talk about the sports side of things how are you going to be the greatest ever if you're afraid of the moment all oh, nine out of ten times i don't i'm sorry i i don't i i i can't call you that guy you're you're the greatest don't get scared of that moment they flourish they became the greatest of all time because of that that's not a debate. That's not me. Hey, Joe Soros, he's got this line of things that he has to write down that creates something. No, this is bona fide sports one-on-one knowledge. The greatest of all time in their sports have always been those guys that you give them the ball, you give them the puck, you throw that baseball, and they're smacking that thing out, hitting that thing out, or scoring that thing. I'm just saying at this point, what else are we going to talk about? Because it's the same issue. Game, almost every other game, they're not closing these games out. You're telling me you're the greatest. You're dropping 35, 10, and 8. So don't tell me about you've been in the league 20 years. You're playing like you've been in the league for two years. You're, he you're, you're healthy. Where, where is it? Where are you? I'm going to end my discussion on that on this great night where Gerald was the spectator for the first time in a while. And Jamie and I were able to put together our Bash Brother hits to entertain the crowd as joe, uh, joe did you know john is a cowboys fan i'm not surprised 
That's exactly what he said. Yeah, John, John. <laughs> you're either gonna get waxed. You're either gonna you're either gonna get waxed waxed tomorrow, which I don't think everyone thinks the Cowboys are losing tomorrow. I don't think they are. They're gonna get smoked next week though when they play the Niners. All right, so let's 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 close it out here. I will agree. I just want to say, Adam Hurley. You want to close it out? I mean, it's, it's we've been doing this for Jamie, an hour and a half. Jamie, I'll let. You... But right, by I, all means, do the honors. All right, so a couple things. I agree with you, Adam Hurley. Can't have TB play only 20 minutes if you want Wendy in there playing both. Agreed. I thought Thomas Bryant probably should have played an extra 10 minutes tonight. Did not. Uh, listen, we can we can, we can dunk is on more, He's more lateral, active. guys. He's more active, yeah. I yes, think that more they're, going, they're going for activity and not shot making and that, you know, who knows? It. It's neither here nor there. But anyways, we've loved having a, we've, the chat's been great. Hold on. I'm going to try to do my best. Judgment. We have the best chat. We have wonderful chat. The chat's been on fire tonight. Thank you to John and Douglas and Henry H and got the hash. Change it to got the hash. Got the shoes. It's just nobody cares about your shoes, bro. People care if you got hash, though. That means you're a party. Uh, patting my cat, Zanger. Thank you. You guys are awesome. Uh, you know, John. Cowboys are going to lose. It's that's what's going to happen. Sorry, and uh, I, I I don't I don't like football. Football is a, I, it's like the most boring sport that you can watch in my opinion. Yeah, it's boring. I don't like it. I would rather watch. I would rather watch soccer, football, true football. I would rather watch baseball. I would rather watch certainly rather watch basketball. I rank football above golf and tennis. In terms of watchabilities, too much downtime, too much like walking around, getting yourself set up for a play for like, okay, let's walk around for another 20. It's just boring. I don't like it. Anyway, good luck to everybody who's got a team uh, still in the mix. And sorry if your team lost today or yesterday or whenever. Uh, And when football's over, people focus more on basketball as it should be. Uh, We here at the Laker Fast Break know we have the best chat, best fans. We really thank you all for being with us here tonight. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow, 7.30 watch party, 10 o'clock uh, post-gamer. Joe, me, Gerald, who will not be at uh, Korean Barbecue. Maybe Laker Tom. Maybe Laker Tom. Maybe maybe Sean Grace. Well, I, can't, I don't know how to do a shot. I, I can't do the I can't do the uh, Nacho uh, Vidal or what was his name from uh, the, when Jack Black played a Mexican wrestler. Uh, Nacho Libre. <laughs> Libre. Thank you, Nacho Libre. I was like, Nacho Vidal, that's not right. Yeah, he's got a great Nacho Libre look going right now, and I, I, I can't I can't say enough about it. So thanks, Jim. Thanks, all you guys. Uh, and we'll see you next time at Pop Culture Cosmos. On Lakers Fast Break. Oh, Lakers Fast Break. <laughs> <laughs>